Welcome to the Birthing Conscious Humans podcast. And this morning, I am joined by Donna Tumakder Esteban from the Philippines, who is herself a mother, a women's cycle awareness educator. And she's also an energy management consultant for the corporate world in Southeast Asia. Wow. Now, I've met Donna in Corfu a few times and we've had some juicy conversations. But when I personally realized that this whole um, pandemic situation was going to be locking people in houses for a while, the running joke as a doula was, oh my God, you know, there's going to be a lot of babies being conceived because people have the time. But at the same time, something really kicked in for the first time almost, like what if this global situation is asking people to seriously consider is it a good time to be conceiving a baby and and the repercussions of of the bigger picture so at the same time i was spending time um more time online and i saw an amazing interview with donna herself talking about her expertise which is the women's cycle and Donna was explaining it so eloquently and in so much detail that in the moment of, of, of conceiving, I thought, oh my God, conscious conception. And so I got in touch with Donna and here we are. Thank you, Donna, so much for saying yes to this uh, conversation and welcome. Thank you for inviting. Thank you for listening to that, to that um, intuition you know from your womb <laughs> and i just got goosebumps again you know just hearing you say that story just gave me goosebumps and and i take that as a a big yes <laughs> a big big yes beautiful so yeah it's um i mean a lot of these questions have existed for me for a while now especially looking at birth from a baby's perspective but i think the global situation in the time being has sort of made some of these questions um more immediate and more un um, urgent and i see a lot more people kind of looking into conscious conception um, from all sorts of perspectives so don i wanted to just um sort of dip into your expertise a little bit so people can can kind of get a picture of where you're coming from so i really love the way you're talking about um cycle awareness rather than sort of period or menstrual there's something a bit more cosmic <laughs> from my perspective when we're looking at cycles <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, well, I used to actually just focus on the period to tell you the truth. Yeah. And because the period is something that we see, it's obvious, it, it really screams out loud for some people. Yeah. You know, at the very least, we see something coming out of us. Yeah. yeah, so there is a tendency to kind of just look at the period. And mm -hmm. even on the period apps, for example, if you are tracking your, your cycle, in my experience, uh, doing this for about eight years now, mm -hmm. uh, most women would track their start date and end date, and that's it. Yeah. But then I realized that, you know, something is, is um, there was a missing piece. Yeah. And I realized that the, the missing piece was so much bigger than the piece that I was actually focusing on. Yeah. Because we are going through a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And the period, our blood phase, is just part of that cycle. Yeah. Absolutely. That is the part that that uh that speaks the loudest. Yeah. 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 But there are other phases of the cycle. And my background when it comes to cycle awareness really started with with uh an understanding of the cycle from Chinese medicine. Yeah. from a Chinese medicine perspective, yeah. wherein we really look at all these phases and our energy in the different phases, the things that we do in all phases ultimately affect yeah. our experience of our period. Yeah. So that was what opened me up more. Yeah. And then this big piece suddenly started like... Um, 
shining with bright Emitting. lights. The big piece, yeah. The big piece of ovulation. Yeah. Wow, you know, at some point I realized, wait a minute, you know, ovulation is like the main event of the cycle when you think about it. Mm -hmm. But it's very subtle because we don't see it. Some people are sensitive enough, especially if you do, you've been doing cycle tracking for a long time, we become sensitive enough to feel yeah. ovulation. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like the period where you can see yeah. it clearly. Yeah? And, and so uh, I started really focusing on my, my own research and my own studies and my own, you know, my, my body is my lab. So I started, I started focusing on tracking my ovulation as well. You know, that's why I, it's, it's funny because the first thing I touch in the morning, okay, is actually my thermometer. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Talk about precision. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I touch because part of, part of cycle awareness is really tracking your yeah. Yeah. basal body temperature yeah. Yeah. to know yeah. if you have ovulated. Yeah, and of mm -hmm. course, the, um, that that information combined with with looking at our cervical mucus mm -hmm. uh, then can give give us a, a better gauge if we are ovulating. Mm -hmm. yeah. So another big piece was um, the realization that we do have a larger cycle, which I, I call the f uh, feminine energy cycles, yeah. because you see, uh, in Chinese medicine, for example, women go through seven-year cycles, yeah, so yeah. zero to seven, seven to 14, yeah. ideally, I mean, from that perspective, you get your your first bleed at 14, yeah. although, of course, now with environmental factors and stressors and, and all that, it's a lot occurring. of children are getting it much earlier, yeah, much yeah. earlier, and, and so I started looking at these cycles and understanding it based also on my experience and the experience yeah. of women yeah. uh, in, in the circles that I have. And this larger cycle begins, you know, when you think about it, at, at birth. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. And now talking to you, I'm also realizing, and yeah. thank you so much for be, yeah. bringing this to my attention, that there is even the pre-birth, which is, which is really conception. Absolutely. Yeah, to the point of birth. So then from birth, then we go through our girlhood yeah. and then we come into, we are initiated into our menstruating yeah. years. Yeah. And, and at some point, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Just uh, hearing you how that initial kind of period, the, the scene part, and you unfolded it and internalized it into a much bigger cycle. So we're going from the yes. scene to the internalized. And it's a little bit why... I wanted this to be a podcast so people listen in. It's that kind of internal process that goes on rather than looking for something on the outside. And again, many women were coming with, with the fear of I'm going to give birth and there's going to be X, Y, Z and I don't know if my partner's going to be there or under normal circumstances, I don't know if I'm going to get my water birth and everything is so focused on the birth part, which is the scene part. And it's like, you've got at least nine months of preparation and even before you conceive you've got at least three months to prepare look all of a sudden how the cycle just became so much bigger and how much more time we give ourselves to for the final being seen moment so it's kind yes. of yeah going into that big word of, of conscious and yes. making conscious. I love how, how, how you summarized all of that because mm. it is true. There is so much going on. That's why when people ask me if I do prenatal yoga or postnatal, I say, yeah, I can, but I focus on antenatal, yeah. which is preconception even, yeah. you know, yeah. preparing the body yeah. because we need to understand these feminine energy cycles it's after it okay so you have your menstruating years yeah. and then you get initiated into menopause yeah. which is a whole different story yeah. yeah and um and this is part and then of course there's death right yeah. so this is the larger cycle that we are in yeah. and during that menstruating years that is the period okay pun intended okay <laughs> that's the period that's that's the part of our lives when 
we can actually choose to be a mother. Yeah. 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 And not not everybody chooses that. Yeah. And mm. and so I just wanna I just wanna presence that that this is the the time of of uh, a different kind of creativity. Yeah. yeah? So we are procreative okay we are procreative and also if you choose not to be a mother okay this fertility in our womb can now be expressed in creative projects in mothering communities in mothering projects in mothering um siblings yeah yeah so so there is, uh, for me, it's very, very important that we prepare for this. And for us to prepare for this, we need to learn about our cycles. Yeah. We need to become aware of this very important aspect of us yeah. being a woman. Yeah. Now, whether or not you choose to conceive. Or not, absolutely. Huh? And, and, and this and is, you've said two words, two really important words that for me home into this whole idea of conscious anything because conscious has become quite a big buzzword and the you know i want to sort of clarify it a little bit so people um don't suddenly start to develop yet another anxiety of having a conscious conception or not like what do we mean by conscious and one is self-awareness the work involved in self-awareness choice which brings a kind of sense of empowerment. I've chosen this. Life didn't just happen to me, yeah? I've chosen and I'm part of that choice. And the third is preparing. It's not a press the app ready-made. It's putting the effort in in preparing for something. And as well as the work, it's also, it brings a, a pleasure and a, and a sort of active contribution to creating your life how you want it. So those are yes. three elements that are really um, fundamental yeah. to anything becoming conscious, I believe. And when giving birth to a human being, we have to also realize that we are part of the process of the creation of yeah. another being's life. Yeah. And how we welcome this human being into the world can have an impact. Yeah. It can have an impact on 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 the child or on this being you know as as she grows and matures you know there is there is an impact there our preparation is is you know very very important so it, it was a little bit the idea so sort of flipping it over to baby's perspective so the moment of choosing a woman chooses to conceive yeah, she's not the only participant in that choice. So perhaps there's a partner and there's certainly a, a soul in that moment saying yes to life. Yeah. And if, if we kind of relate to the vibrational nature of our existence in that everything on some level is interconnected, when a, a woman or a couple have prepared it's sending the message, I'm expecting you. I want you. We're here for you. So just putting ourselves in that, from that baby incoming soul perspective, it's like, yeah, I'm wanted here. I'm ready to be received. And I also tune into a sense of stability, at least. I mean, I don't know if anything ever turns out how we want it to, but there is in this unstable times by being conscious and aware of of our cycle and where we're at and choosing to conceive it brings for me at least a sense of stability yes a sense of security yeah Yeah, there is that very first chakra when we think about it there is that sense of belonging as well yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, because we are indeed welcoming a new new soul and and you're you i really love how you how you mentioned that there are various participants there's a variety of participants Mm -hmm. you know in my practice when somebody comes to me for fertility i i often like you know of course i listen very deeply i mean i listen 
to their story and there are many stories and many reasons why they want to have a child and, and all of that. Uh, and at the same time, I also tune in to what is not being spoken. Absolutely. To what is um, in their environment. And I remember, uh, I, without naming names, like mm-hmm. usually, like when I when I see a when I when I see a person who wishes to conceive, and, and they tell me their stories. Eventually, you know, I find out yeah. more than what they are just saying, and and. And I put myself, it's, it's, it's really interesting that, that you are looking at conception from the perspective of the baby, because one of the things that I, I ask myself is, if I were a baby, would I want to be born yeah. in this circumstance at this moment? Yeah. And, and while, you know what, I, it's really quite interesting, the answers that I get, because I remember having a client who, like, the moment I walked in her house, her house did not scream baby. Yeah. Everything was sharp edges. Yeah. You know, everything was metal. Yeah. You know, that kind of very cold. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful house, but it definitely did not scream yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah? Um, there's, there's also an instance where in the reason uh, the woman wanted to have a baby was because the their her her husband's family suffered great loss yeah. and she felt that maybe if if she gets pregnant yeah. that that would bring back some joy yeah. and i'm not saying that these are not valid reasons you know yeah. we all have our reasons uh and some even happen unexpectedly right and just being able to realize that and say oh okay this is part of the process. Maybe I am projecting something yeah. and, and wanting something different. Yeah. I have my own agenda. Yeah. Uh, and you know how it is. When we when we give birth to a human being, they are fully yeah. themselves. Yeah. And at the same time, in the process of becoming. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea that we are both beings and becoming. We are and whole and at the same time we are in the process of becoming so the clearer we are about our own agenda our own cravings Mm -hmm. our own desires the more we can we can um, how do I put this the more we can be clear about what we are imposing on the soul that we are welcoming exactly and 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 then it becomes conversation and then it becomes a a conversation and it's also going back to at the beginning there was more than just I there was a soul coming in and partners so it's sort of saying by owning up to my stuff and making as much of my needs aware I'm also allowing you to be more of who you are And, and this is for me crucial at this point in time that we allow we clear the field the individual family field the collective field so that the babies that are coming through have as less baggage projected onto them as possible so that their unique wisdom intelligence advanced intelligences from our perspective for me is is what gives me hope for change and for them leading the way into something that perhaps we are not even aware of at the time being. And the less they, they, they need, they sort of come in and have to deal with our unclaimed family ancestral stuff. And for sure, I've seen that happening. It's already been mm-hmm. happening. And I think when people listen in also to Aldebaran's uh, baby birth charts, She's also mentioning how things are changing. They're becoming lighter. The field is becoming lighter for babies. I just think this mm. is a time to really talk about it. And, and I do think that yeah. women genuinely want the best for their babies. Parents genuinely want the best for their So this isn't about becoming the perfect parent or the ideal parent, right? And I think what you're saying, making the unconscious conscious, which isn't often comfortable, yeah, it doesn't involve kind of owning up to the sadness of having lost a child already. Or the, the you know, the kind of hormonal urge, the desperation of wanting a baby, no matter what. 
it's uh, because it's time because it's time <laughs> because it's time and and then we're sort of reaching another layer in this in oh you know babies arriving because uh families societies um cultural um you know uh i won't say in positions that's hard but yeah society says it's time to have a baby let's say um work says no, I can't have a baby now, let's have time, you know, let's have baby later, for example. Um, what about baby's time? What about allowing the time for baby to come in, how he, she chooses to come in? And this brings me back to the idea of cycles and sort of when a woman is tuned into her cycle, right, for me, feeling into your work it says okay so donna is supporting women to tune into the, her cycle when a woman chooses into her cycle she's more aware of her being part of something bigger so a natural cycle when we're in tune to a natural cycle there's something that kind of reverberates across nature across the universe that says you know, there's a pulsating ripple effect that says, I'm ripe, I'm ready. So this is, this is how kind of the cycle of the natural cycle and, and baby kind of picking up on, oh, there's a juicy cycle there, ready for me to, mm -hmm. to slip into that. That's mm -hmm. kind of, if I put a picture in, in what you were saying. So I think it's fundamental work that you're doing in preparing women in this way. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps again because I'm learning so much just listening to you because mm -hmm. usually like the work that I do is really from the perspective of um, our womb. Yeah. And here you are sharing with me this beautiful perspective from the baby and also the choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love that. And I, I just want to also... Um, bring up the fact that okay i mean we are thinking about conscious conception and, and preparing ourselves and all of that and what about all these unexpected babies you know what about you know i live in the philippines with a hundred million plus population yeah. okay I, i'm pretty sure not all of these babies being born here are done you know, with that much awareness, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. so also, I just want to press that there is a mystery. Yeah. There is a deep mystery in life. Yeah. How and why we choose what we choose. Yeah. You know, where we are born, you know, in, in, in what circumstance we are conceived, yeah. because not all babies are conceived in love, uh, in loving um, environments, yeah, uh, but I do believe that there is always love. Yeah. There is always love yeah. involved somewhere, even if it is distorted. Yeah, yeah? and uh, yeah. So I just want to bring that up. I just want to press sense that because because uh, I, of course, for all the listeners, uh, we are very very privileged to actually be talking about this right now. We are privileged and to be talking about yeah. this right now. And yeah, we're sort of in a so you're a mom, right? You have a beautiful yes. daughter, and I think that the, the question I most often get asked, um, especially as a doula, so if I'm going to work with a client or not, is do you have children? That kind of almost automatically makes me legitimate to, to work with children. If she's got children, it's okay. Um, so you know a little bit about my story, how I, I sort of came into becoming conscious of my own birth journey because of um, losing my, uh, sort of being a twin, uh, conceived as a twin, but not being born as a twin. Um, I'm mentioning this because when we, we start seeing birth from a baby's perspective, it, it, it kind of almost there's a finiteness to how much we can prepare or how much we become conscious of. Because no matter how much we love or we try to love or how much consciousness work we do, baby will always receive the information how she, he needs to for her own soul development. 
Yes. So there, yes. in essence, even from conception, there are they're sort of they've got their own sovereign space, their own sovereign intelligence that coexists with ours, and they've come here to develop their body. So sort of this embodiment of of whatever someone wants to call it, kind of spirit, soul, energy, is the relationship between their spirit and their body and the awareness that exists in between. And, and, and no matter how much a, a mother or a father loves, there are those moments that there is a lack of awareness because of, because of work, because of exhaustion, because of just not being able to in that moment. And, and, and trauma, another huge word there, is not because somebody wanted to do something bad to us. You know, they wanted to harm their baby. But it, it's in that moment of, of rush or absence of presence that baby can so easily feel neglected, uh, scared. Um, yeah, this, this was part of my journey, realizing how fear, am I being born? Am I going to live or am I going to die? Angry and sad at losing my twin heart. It was already there when I was born. Yeah, so I'm just saying this so mama doesn't take on this huge burden of responsibility that she's the sole responsible creator of another being human's life. You know, there's <laughs> yeah, thank you for thank you for really presencing that because it is a co-creative process. Yeah, it, it is, is a co-creative process, and as as parents, um, as a mother, you know our well. I speak for myself when when I say that that what is within my responsibility. Okay, there are certain things that it, that are definitely not under my control. Even the consciousness of my partner is not under my control. But what is within my responsibility is is preparing, welcoming, my you know preparing my body for this, preparing my relationships. Yeah. with this and that's why when it comes to conscious conception yeah. this is again you know like what you said this is this is not another standard to live up to this is not another thing that we need to 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 um measure ourselves against you know yeah. we already do that to ourselves a lot yeah. now but but what conscious conception is for me is really being conscious me first and foremost it starts with my own consciousness the inner work that I have done to make myself aware of who I am of my own body of my own rhythms and through that because of my my own awareness then I can become you know I can I can really practice my sovereignty in making choices about partners and making choices about food and making choices about when, where, what, how. But it always starts with us. That is for me what conscious conception is all about. It's not being conscious because I want to conceive now. Therefore, okay, let's let's do this now. It's it's, um, conceiving when we are in a certain state of consciousness. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, for me, it's very, very important to, to really see that that our own consciousness at the time of conceiving is is um, becomes the seed. Okay, let, let me go back to uh, to what I've learned in, in Chinese medicine, and I'm going to be saying this very, very loosely, translating this very loosely. Basically, the essence of the mother and the father at that point of conception becomes the seed essence of the child yeah 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 and so our gift to our baby is our own essence 
And that essence, okay, to put it in practical terms, this would be um, our chi, okay, our jing, okay, which is affected by our lifestyle, our food, our state of mind, our mm -hmm. emotional state mm -hmm. at that time of conception, mm -hmm. by the environment at that mm -hmm. time of conception. Mm -hmm. All of these now come together to be uh, to to. To be the gift, the blessing yeah. that we give to the child at that point of yeah. birth. And so this whole idea really revolutionized my way of thinking yeah. when it comes to to uh, fertility. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. How what is my energy like at that point of conception? What is my partner's energy like? And this is beautiful yeah. what you're saying, Donna, like feeling into your description. This summer in in Corfu where I'm living in very much within a natural environment we've had at least three couples coming to prepare to juice a nap to to attune with a natural cycle already conceived and they knew the day the time the place they had conceived because they had prepared and oh. That, that I mean, if nothing else, it just adds beauty, it just adds ceremony, it just adds kind of creation to, to the vibration. Whole vibration to the whole process is what yeah. things can you do? And this becomes the birth timeline. Remember, on that day we did this, on this day we did our yes ceremony where we both loud and clear yes you're welcome yes we want you yes please stay in this beautiful vessel that we've prepared for you and 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 that creates just a beautiful life path that then baby you know when it's old enough he or she's old enough to understand mom and dad or mama mom or dad and dad can say hey this is what happened when we found out this is what happened when you know we found out you were a boy or a girl you know all this and and we haven't even got to birth yet yeah. it's so juicy yet. because i i tell you you know um my my own conception i mean my my daughter's conception yes, daughter's conception yeah yeah oh, it was it was fabulous because you know i knew that i didn't want to have a baby immediately yeah, yeah? So, you know, it, it was like, um, it took us time, you know, I took my time, yeah. okay? And I really had no, you know, I knew I wanted to have a baby eventually, but I remember, I remember that moment when suddenly I felt it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, overnight. Yeah. You know, one day I wasn't ready, and then the next day I was like, come on, let's do it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm ready. It's now. The time is now. The calling, and I yeah. felt it with every cell of my body in every yeah. cell of my body. I knew. Yeah. I knew. And yeah. immediately, immediately, at that time I wasn't really into cycle awareness yet. You know, yeah. my daughter is 12 yeah. now. Yeah. And But there was something in me that knew, okay, it's time to prepare. So first thing I did when I got the feeling, and I remember because I was in the United States yeah. at that time attending the, the wedding of my cousin. Okay. And I came home, I came home saying, okay, now let's, let's schedule an appointment with the OB. I need to look for an OB who would be willing to, to uh, hold me in a more holistic way. Yeah. And it was just so, you know, it was, it was such an over overwhelming feeling and when i say overwhelming it was joyful okay um of knowing like it's now and i have to prepare for it yeah. so so uh, you know we saw an ob and did everything prepared my body for the yeah. for the possible pregnancy and i have very funny stories like she gave me these these beads these um rhythm cycle wow, beads yeah. and <laughs> And, you know, so I had to like put like the rubber ring, you know, transfer it every day. You know, wow. at that time there were no apps, so yeah. I would do that every day. Yeah. And then one night I said, "Oh my God, you know, it's time. I yeah. think it's time." And then I turned off the light, and I didn't realize that the ovulation portion of those beads were glow in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was there hanging with like glow in the dark saying it's time, it's time, you know. Wow. And then and then that's on one side, okay. And and it was, it's so it's so nice because when I decided, okay, when, when I felt the call, like, okay, it's time, suddenly like women were giving me little gifts without them knowing where I was at. Like uh, an aunt of mine gave me a, a statue of, of the Lady of Fatima. Oh. And she said, this is so that you can, you know, you can pray yes, to yes. her and all of that. So I just put the statue of the Lady of Fatima yes, in my yes. room, you know. And so on one side, I had these like prayer, be- uh, th- these rhythmic beads saying, you're ovulating. And then on the other side, I had that statue and it was also glow in the dark. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you had a glow in the dark <laughs> conception. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is really very strange. I, I don't know if I can do it with, with um, the, the virgin watching me. <laughs> but you know what? That wasn't, that wasn't um, the time that we conceived. Okay. Yeah? But already there was a tuning into it. Yeah, I hear you. And there was a tuning into it. The, the conception, the actual conception happened in an island with seven volcanoes. Yeah, and it was, and this island is called Kamigin. Mm -hmm. And so the running joke is that you know, in Kamigin, you come and come again. So So a fertile start, a very, very fertile start. But uh, yeah, so so it was very interesting because you're right, these stories, these stories, when when I tell them to Carmen. She knows, she feels that we were, we were expecting her, that she was welcome, always welcome. And my body was, was strong at that time. You know, so I knew that, you know, later on in hindsight, after, you know, when I was already beginning to, to really dive deep into Mm -hmm. cycle awareness, I knew that I was giving her the blessing of good essence yeah yeah of good energy yeah between between um my partner and i yeah we knew Mm -hmm. you know intuitively that we had to be ready yeah, and, and yeah, it's such a beautiful, beautiful experience. Beautiful, Donna. And this is, you know, it's to be, in very simple words, you know, when you walk into a room or a group of people and somebody there even remembers your name and welcomes you and say, hey, Sophia, when they've only just met you, it's like there's something that, oh, wow, I'm being remembered. So, yeah, when you arrive and there's more fullness, there's more essence there. There is a deeper sense of belonging, a deeper sense of wanting to be part of this life and feeling connected to to life on earth. Yeah. And and so that it feels home, no matter the circumstances, in a way. Yes. Yeah. And and that sense of safety in in my body. I'm I'm entering a body that feels safe because I'm feeling seen heard, welcomed, acknowledged as soon or even prepared for. And that adds, you know, that, yeah, time, uh, breath, vibration, essence. And I think when we start, I, I think this conversation really makes sense when we, when we approach it from this sort of perspective yeah. and awareness, for sure. Now, how do we now ground this into something that we can do as women to prepare ourselves? Well, this is, this is very important for me to say that fertility is not just about reproduction. Yeah. Fertility is truly a marker for well-being. That one I really want to yeah, emphasize absolutely. because a lot of people only think about their cycle health yeah. and fertility when they want to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when we don't want to have a baby, you know, we we only think about it so that we we make sure that we are not conceiving. 
and that's another one of those big stories that aren't often told you know the the unseen yeah. part the shadow part the i'm using my cycle because in fact subconsciously i don't want to conceive i don't want to have a baby yeah yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. okay so too. and that's okay too that's okay too so this this whole idea of cycle awareness is not just for having babies it's really for our health. It's for the health of power. Because, okay, when we ovulate, okay, then we have a, a bigger chance of producing the proper amounts of progesterone that our bodies actually need. Yeah? And progesterone is very good for our heart health, for our brain health, for our bone health, for our breast health. So it's not just about, you know, being able to to keep a baby, you know, for implantation to happen, for pregnancy to happen. No, you know, and it is only when we are ovulating that we can produce the proper amounts of progesterone. Of course, I mean, given that the body is healthy, there are other structural uh, issues that might come up, but... But um, absolutely. And I'll interrupt you there, Donna, because so many women that I know that are saying, you know, I'm doing everything I can to conceive, you know, I've got I'm not smoking, I'm exercising, I've got the best health. And yet it's not working. So how can I look at the multidimensional layers that being born um, Mm -hmm. consists of? And it's sort of birth and the birth journey conception kind of brings all these elements, all these dimensions into a single moment of of kind of a sacred passage where we need to look at the body on a physiological level. And um, Colleen Grasnick is also who's a naturopath, is also going to be talking about the vessel from a kind of nutrition, preparing a healthy vessel point of view, emotional well-being, um, awareness, consciousness, spiritual, energetic breath well-being and yes and flow (laughs) and our ability to flow or not flow um and imagine imagine that you have the opportunity to do that yeah every month yeah you know that kind of awareness physiological mental emotional spiritual we have the opportunity when we begin to mind our flow yeah. And, yeah. and Donna could just bring in kind of this cycle of, of, of conversation to, to sort of slowly to a close for today many women around the world sort of still perhaps being in lockdown or like what can or not what can as a woman as the eye owning up to either fertility or or just healthy well-being what can we do today in this moment no matter what the circumstances are like what's your number one buy a thermometer (laughs) (laughs) yeah no seriously though seriously uh right now and and i would say this i have had a lot of women call me contact me telling me that their cycles are or are going haywire, you know, like delayed, um, early, etc., etc. Stress, you know? fear, etc. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and and my answer is okay. Observe. Yeah. Observe. Observe now and for the next at least for four months, because that's when we get to see the pattern, some sort of pattern. Yeah. yeah? Because we're it's all about pattern, you know, um, being cyclical beings there is a rhythm to it yeah? yeah and a cycle is something that is consistent regular and predictable when you think about it beautiful yeah? and when there is when there is an imbalance we lose the either the consistency the regularity or the predictability of it yeah. and there are many many things that can affect our cycle yeah. particularly our lifestyle what we eat the how we move yeah. the people we engage with you know, whether we are moving houses, changing careers, breaking up with somebody, hooking up with somebody new, yeah. you know, all of these affect our well-being, our yeah. cycle well-being. Yeah. yeah. So in the context of, of um, what is going on in the world now with the pandemic, of course that will affect our cycles. Yeah. And so this pandemic has also given us the gift 
of becoming aware of our cycles. I, I am so blown away by that. Yeah. Because now women are beginning to take notice. There's no distraction from it. Yeah. Now they know, oh, shucks, you know, I'm late, I'm not late, I'm early, I haven't gotten my period in two months. And so we are given this gift of, of time and space and energy to look at our yeah. cycles. Beautiful and to track our cycles, which is really, really our first step. Before we even try to make judgments, you know, there is an archetypal cycle, an ideal cycle when our body is in harmony. At the same time, I really don't want that to be another standard, another measure for perfection for us women. So for me, the first thing, the most immediate thing that we can do right now is to track our own experience of the cycle and uh, not just the start date and the end date of the period yeah. and not just looking at your cycle and say oh look it's my ovulation phase because truth be told apps have, have algorithms to predict it right but there are so many things that affect our ovulation so if you're really trying to conceive the best way is for you to take your your uh, basal body temperature to also look at your mucus, yeah, and your your the height of your cervix, but at least two out of this three, you know. So I use the mucus and and the thermometer uh, yeah. and, and my temperature yeah. a lot yeah. because we while we cannot really predict ovulation like the day of ovulation per se, we can confirm it yeah. on hindsight. Yeah. yeah, if our body temperature is uh, is higher for three days straight, then it, it could be possible that that you ovulated on, you know, three days earlier and that you would get your period 12 to 15 days after. Yeah. I mean, our body is just so amazing. Incredible. But we need to become aware of it. Make it part of your mindfulness practice. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about conscious conception. You know, the menstrual cycle, menstrual cycle awareness is a mindfulness practice for me. Yeah. Beautiful. It is a portal to getting to know ourselves better yeah. on all levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. And this is why I say, you know, consciousness is, it, you know, it, it's, it's a very personal thing so that when we are ready for conception, Automatically, it's a conscious conception when you think about mm-hmm. it, because we have been working on our own yeah. consciousness. Yeah. yeah, and of course, through that cycle awareness, once you you have a, a semblance or a um, w- once you recognize certain patterns that you have, then we can take a look at it. What has been happening in your life? Are there big things or small things? Is there low-grade anxiety going on? What is your uh, period telling you? You know, uh, the blood that comes out of us, it's a language. Our experiences around our blood phase and during premenstrual, that's your body's way of talking to you. And I'm just an interpreter. I'm just an interpreter. I help people make make sense of it until you can make sense of it yourself. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. And this, this interpreting and and supporting women interpret almost like these cycles moving through us because you know we're talking about it on a physiological level emotional spiritual but like the word i use at the very beginning so why do i use that word yeah cosmic energy moves in cycles and rhythms and in patterns and how we are open to be in tune with them you know, we become in tune with, with, with kind of the whole universe to receive yes. whatever wants yes. to be received in this time, including babies and children. I have, a, I have this um, one, one last beautiful story of a woman yeah. who felt the call. She doesn't have a partner. She doesn't have a partner. Yeah. And yet she felt the call. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, she came to me because she, oh, oh, I mean, already she had planned for her IVF. Mm-hmm. She found a, a, a friend who would be the donor and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then 
she decided that it was time for her to prepare her body. And and it was such a, I, I feel so blessed to be part of that process. Because for me, that was such a prime example mm-hmm. of being able to conceive consciously, maybe not in the most natural way, mm-hmm. but her consciousness was there. Mm-hmm. Her consciousness was there. And now she's a mother, yeah, to a beautiful, beautiful baby. And her consciousness for me was was really the ground for it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the ground to welcome. So like what you said, there's so many layers to it. And, and, And again, I'm going to bring back mystery mystery Absolutely. because there is still going to be a part thank you Donna of yes. this whole creation Absolutely. that you. that will be in this beautiful unknown allows for the mystery also, of life Absolutely. Yes, and we also have to make space for that yeah. we have to make space for that mystery is part of the conception process Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> to which I bow to which I bow yes me too Donna, it's been a beautiful conversation. I'm, 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 yeah, I don't want to put too many words on it. I'm just going to keep it in my heart. Um, um, I'm assuming people can get hold of you online um, yes. for advice and support. Um, I'll write yes. your details down also at the end of the podcast so people can um, kind of get in touch via email. Yeah. I, I do have um, on my Instagram. I have a lot of um, prompts that that people can look at when they begin to to track their cycle. Yeah, yeah because we're not that. only tracking the physical; yeah. we need to track also our mental and emotional states. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's available on Instagram at Inner Moon Wellbeing for those who want to get started right now. Right exactly. now. Donna, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in.